podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak. Good evening, everybody. And Twilight. Hello. And we managed to pull Light up from the Marianas Trench. Light, did you find any gold? Crap. No, I just found these divorce documents from uh, 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 the, twi- the Titanic director, oh. James Cameron. Oh, that's depressing. Run. Why were they in the Marianas Trench? I don't know. Because he was trying to raise the bar of Hollywood. I think he misses Catherine Bigelow. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So, what's everybody been playing this week? Nothing. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I've been doing more Immortal Redneck. Uh, and then there was something else I had played, and my brain is not processing what it is. Um, Vermintide. There was a bit of Vermintide in there, trying out the Twitch integration, which Ugh. wasn't. It was not terrible, but again, it's it's not as interactive as some of the other Twitch integrations have been that we have uh, tested out. Um, and terrible. then I did actually load up Anthem. And I will get more into that later on. Oh. Okay. That's actually shocking that you loaded up Anthem. But all right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Light, you been playing anything? Um. Yeah. Uh, mostly the usual Sonic and, and Donkey Kong and whatnot. But, uh, but I also just got Asphalt 9 on the Switch. Oh, that's the... Uh basically the ridge racer racer type game right yeah it's it's one of game lops racers um it plays like it's a glorified mobile game but it's a lot of fun for a racing game well that's good lots of cars to unlock yeah is that is that you one sound of the ones disappointed has... that there's a lot of cars to unlock well because like it's still a mobile game like it's still card packs and Oh. Like microtransactions and stuff. It's a free-to-play game. Ah, okay. okay. One of those. Now, there's nothing, as far as I've been playing, there's nothing necessarily that uh, that's gotten me feeling like, oh, it's a mobile game or, you know, anything like that. And I don't feel the need to spend any money. It's just still disappointing. Like, I can't just go in and tweak out a car to my heart's content and focus on one car and you know, just do races and stuff. I have to go through a specific career mode and do unlocks and all that. I mean, that's usually how games like that go. I mean, is it, like, licensed cars, or are they, like, Grand Theft Auto licensed cars, where they're... Oh, no. No, it's all it's all real, legit cars. Okay, so they got, like, Mercedes, Lamborghini, all that stuff in there? Yeah. I, um... They, start me, they started me off with a Mitsubishi Lancer, and then my next car was a BMW, and then I have a Nissan 370Z. Okay. I mean, usually, yeah, in games like that, like in Need for Speed, the starter is usually, like, the Lancer, the RX-8. Yeah. Some, you know, BMW that the name of escapes me, and a Honda of some sort. Probably a Honda Civic. I don't know enough about cars to make a statement on that. But it's got it's got those mobile things of like you know you gotta earn coins and then they have the specific coins that you could pay money for and you gotta join a club and there's daily goals all that kind of stuff like that stuff I could take or leave. As far as the actual driving, it's pretty fun. It's a it's a fun arcadey racer. There's tons of different ways to play. 
you could play it like it was a tablet with touchscreen controls and automatic acceleration. You can use tilt steering. Like the, it gets pretty good in that in that sense. And That's the graphics good. are beautiful. That's good. I'm glad you're enjoying it then. Yeah, it's a good time killer. It's funny that uh, two of us have been playing racing games this week. Because uh, oh. I have... So, last week I mentioned that I wanted to try getting into sim racing. So, right. you know, like Gran Turismo, that kind of stuff. Except I went mm-hmm. so far on the spectrum of sim racing that uh, I bought Assetto Corsica Competition and Project Cars 2. Haven't yeah. logged much time into Project Cars 2, but I've been trying to play Assetto Corsica, and I, I got a wheel and pedals. Holy crap, am I bad at those games. <laughs> no, because so I went through the career mode, right? Start of the career mode, starts you off in a... Uh, Lamborghini Huracan and it gives you the goal of race one clean legitimate lap you probably couldn't do that at all nope (laughs) because so the thing that makes this game different from like Need for Speed Heat or Asphalt 9 is you actually have to manage braking and steering and shifting and all of that good fun stuff and tire pressures it, okay, so the yeah tire pressure sounds a little ridiculous long story short i spent most of that game and still continue to spend most of that game on the gravel <laughs> trying not to put my car into a wall and then thud yeah and then it yells at me and goes well you broke the car come back to the garage no don't try to drive it back your steering column's gone hmm <laughs> I also played a bit of Dirt dirt Rally because my buddy wanted to try to set times on Pike's Peak on the hill climb. And mm-hmm. I will never beat his time as long as I live. Because I'm not oh, like that it. good. It's like but, how you'll never get the same amount of kills as I have in Akane. Yeah, exactly. Because I can't cross that 100 threshold. Which, yeah. update on that, he's still winning. <laughs> Scores haven't changed. He's still winning. Dude, like, no lie, when I play that game, uh, it's it's such a slog to get there, but when I finally reach that boss, like, I breathe a sigh of relief. He's like, he's that breather I take before the game gets intense again. Like, I, I mean, I was saying this before recording, that game is a rhythm game. Like, when you're not fighting a boss, you know, even when you're fighting a boss, you need to be in the rhythm of switching between your katana and your gun and managing yeah. your bullets I, and your stamina. I've been I've been slowly but surely like realizing that if that game didn't have the gun, I think I'd like it even better. Like if I didn't have to worry about my stamina with the katana, I would like it so much better cuz there are some of them times where it's just pow 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 like it's such a good rhythm and then the stamina runs out. See, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I was supposed to be shooting or, you know, using my special I've been getting into the special I forget to use a lot, and I never use it at a point well, where I can keep the combo going. Okay, so as far as the special that you're talking about, I wait till I have all three bars full and I just use the trigger version. I never use the regular one because I'll die. But right. when I say special, I'm actually talking about once you unlock your first sword. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay, well, that's something to look forward to when I actually get to that point, if I get to that point. It was the, out of all the goals that they give you, the sword was the first one that I, I, I unlocked both of them. Sadly, there's only two. Mm. I'll have to look into what those goals are and try to reach them. Although it'll probably go about as well as when I tried to reach the goals for Battlefield 4 to unlock the Tavor. And I spent, like, three days trying to get a grenade kill. Oh, boy. Yeah. That just sounds obnoxious. It, well, because uh, in one match for that gun, you had to get an assault rifle kill, an LMG kill, I think either an SMG or a sniper rifle kill, and a grenade kill. Oh. Which doesn't sound like it would be that hard until you realize that grenades are fiddly little shits. Yeah. Especially for someone like me who is just a casual Battlefield player. Yeah. What, you mean you can't cross-map nade someone, bro? Can you? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Amateurs? Can anyone in Battlefield? Because <laughs> those maps are fucking huge. I can just a okay. bunch of amateurs. I don't like to brag. No, amateur hour was me playing Rainbow Six yesterday. Holy shit. I think I got a total of four kills in my entire 20 matches that I played. Huh. And I spent most of the time dead. <laughs> because I get capped in the first, like, two seconds of a match. Bink. Or damn I get it. team Bink. killed. Damn it. Oh. Yeah, damn no. I had a couple people yesterday while I was playing. I, I had chosen uh, Ella, the green-haired operator. Mm-hmm. And Shocker. somebody, like, I was putting down my gadgets, just prepping the room for the inevitable assault of death, and someone just chucks an impact nade at my feet. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, sorry, Ella's ugly, and I don't want to look at you anymore. Wow. And then proceeded to shoot you in the head? No, no. He he shot somebody else and then died because of the, you know, reverse team kill that they have for that. Is that a thing? I thought yeah. that wasn't a thing yeah. anymore. No, it's still a thing. Uh, wait, were you playing compet or cash? Cash. Okay. that's. I don't yeah. play. <laughs> oh, man. Well, because competitive doesn't have that. Right. Competitive is just, you shot your teammate. They're currently dead. Congratulations. Good luck getting through this. Yeah, you've done... You fucked up. <laughs> you done goofed. I, I had another one. I was running... I was playing uh, Kavera, and I was going to go roam around the map as she does. The scary skeleton face lady that she is. And I went to run through the door, and somebody, while trying to shoot a drone, shot me in the foot with a shotgun. And killed me. <laughs> I would think that would down you, but it, I, I, it didn't even down me. It died. I died flat out because I took a full spread of buckshot from point blank. Oh, okay. So it was a point blank to the foot. Yeah. Eh. So all of the buckshot hit me. That's kind of funny. Plus, I think that might have been another one where somebody decided to throw a grenade in the starting room. Casual <laughs> is a cluster fuck of horrible well yeah it's casual but that's you about e all you either I'm... end up with the sweatiest of tryhards or the dickiest of trolls <laughs> yeah 
and I'm not I'm not comfortable enough with that game to try to go into competitive yet. It's not like Overwatch where I was actually good at that at one point. Mm. Were you? I mean, I wasn't bad. Mm. I was fucking gold. Which Just is let like them mid-tier. judge. Just because it's because it, they've never played it. It doesn't count until the game's out of beta, bro. <laughs> what? I I don't know. We're just gonna we're just gonna let him have that one. The game's out of beta. I'm gonna start plotting a new trip. I think we need to uh, have Light take a sample from inside Kilauea next week. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, whatever that means. It it'll be fine, Light. Just don't worry about it. We'll put you in the in the tinfoil suit. You'll be fine. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We I mean, have that still, tinfoil right? hats. Of course we do. Oh dear. Uh all right. Well, yeah, so control you made mention of you uh tried Anthem? Yeah, so you went I, back and played so, Anthem again? Yeah, I loaded it up. Um just to see what was going on. Go figure. They had the holiday event stuff still floating <laughs> about, which was kind of funny. But I I hopped in because they had done the, I had seen the in, initial announcement stating, oh, hey, we're going to be uh, revamping it in the future. So I chose to hop in early, see what was still the same. So that when they did inevitably change everything up, I could make a comparison. The game is definitely a lot more stable, which was a big issue when it first came out. Um, And some of the new stuff wasn't terrible. Like the uh, I did a run for one of the new dungeons. Fairly enjoyable, fairly straightforward. Uh, The puzzle wasn't mind-numbing as it is in some of the missions so is it worth picking up now Uh, i'd still be 50 50 there's just there it's it's not what they had initially it's still not what they had originally claimed it could have been so i'm not going to give it that you know leeway but if what they have stated in their press conference uh ea and bioware did their joint announcement for the revamp. Maybe it'll be worthwhile because I don't think it's not supposed to be like an expansion. It's not going to be like, oh, hey, here's an expansion. It's technically a brand new game. It's no, we're we're revamping it at its core. So it's a complete from the ground up gameplay overhaul. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, hopefully once that actually takes effect, it'll be worth trying out again. Yeah, but for that, now that I will. Hope. I will hold my reservations. Just don't hold your also, breath. Yeah, no, it's not worth holding my breath over. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the subject of though, uh, companies trying to regain steam for old properties that haven't really taken off. Uh, Division Two is getting a new expansion pass. Yeah, Island. going going to mm-hmm. Manhattan, I think. Yeah, we're going back to Manhattan. What a transition. So, I mean, they're trying to generate steam for the game again because Division 2 never really took off. To be fair, I don't really think Division 1 did, but 
It had a core group. It did. I, it just it wasn't for me, and I knew I knew that after playing it. Mostly because my core group left. I mean, I still own both of them, but I know we after, just never. So my my big issue with it was they never really expanded much on the single player or like the team co-op stuff. They've put a lot of time into the dark sector where you can go rogue and kill other agents. And it's like, come on, man, I'm a dude running through, you know, in the second one, I'm running through DC trying to save DC. Like just make it its own separate thing outside of everything else. Don't throw it into the center of the damn game. Well, yeah, make it like Crucible and Destiny. If you want to do PvP, you can go do PvP. Yeah. Like, but like Destiny, I think that's one of the main things Destiny got really right. Was making PvP its own shtick. It's its own separate thing. Like, sure. Does it tie into the quests that you can get in the single player? Yes, it does. Because it is inherently a multiplayer game. Is it overbearing like you must do crucible to be good at destiny absolutely not no and that's the thing there are people that are good at crucible that suck at the single player and then there are people that you know suck at crucible and are godly in raids and And then there then there's people like us who roam the map and do the mini raids and sometimes we do well and sometimes i die horribly (laughs) it's okay to die horribly it's always me, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. Yeah. Well, of course you're not, because you, you can't, because you're usually the one who has to revive me. <laughs> when I make some stupid-ass decision like jumping off a cliff. Yeah. And to be fair, I did... I mean, I played Destiny 1 start to... Near start to finish, and then I played Destiny 2. I didn't go start to finish, but I mean, I've done pretty much all of the content you can do outside of raiding. Yeah. And I mean, that's the one thing we, we both kind of, I mean, I know I kind of want to try raiding, but at the same time, like I like my free time. Yeah. And it's, it's why I won't get back into things like world of Warcraft and all that stuff. Cause all right, guys, we're going to start at 6 PM. We're not going to be stopping until about midnight. So make sure you stock up on Cheetos and Mountain Dew. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I do not need that in my life at all. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think I've said this on pod before, but if I haven't said it, I will say it again. I could never get into World of Warcraft, mostly because I didn't have the group to play with, and I'm apparently abysmal at making friends on the internet. You're also highly bitch made. Highly what? What? Bitch made. I reiterate. What? Bitch You know what? A listener will know at least. My God. No, I, I legitimately record, couldn't understand what you said. Bitch made. Bitch made. Yeah, Sedge is bitch made. It's actually been a thing uh, longer than the podcast has existed. We have been said that Sedge is bitch made on podcast. I've never heard that statement before in my life. Yeah, Sedge also doesn't remember this. <laughs> Abby probably does. I'm sure. That is a fucking callback to the... Yeah, I, I I'm not going to lie. I... 
if I didn't have to think about re-saying the phrase again and again, I would I would have totally forgot that that was ever a thing that was once a thing. I I don't even think I have those lost episodes anymore. It's probably for the best, given who our third guest was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, it's good to see that Anthem is uh, possibly going to come back from the dead a little bit. How much of a revamp do you guys think that it's going to have? Sorry, I was so quiet. I just don't have anything to say about it as it exists. So oh, that's fair. From what they have stated, they're basically doing a ground up rework. Yeah. So like what? Okay. They, so they want it to be the sci-fi action shooter that they had marketed it as originally. Like they they want to get to what they originally said. This is what anthem will be instead of what they had put out which was basically a bastardized version of mass effect andromeda with yeah albeit prettier environments but still pain in the dick controls well my my and fuck all to do yeah my question here really is like so you think it's going more for what its original vision was or do you think that given the tumultuous development everything like sometime over the course of release and whatnot, they finally figured out what it is. Um, so I believe they will probably take that like realization of, right, this was what we were supposed to be making, but I believe they're going to put that energy into going back to what they had originally envisioned. Okay. But I don't with think, a team I don't, that has a proper think, director. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think that they had the player base. Like, whenever I said them figuring out what it is, it's not like there were so many players that they were like, oh, you know what, the game we were working on isn't the game that it should be. Let's fix that. It, it The thing was, like, broken, so everything had to have come intern internally. Yeah, well, and all of their screw-ups were internal. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, I mean, I mean, all their fixes must have come internally as well. Well, no, because Anthem still had its... It, there are still people who play Anthem. It's not a lot of people. I, I'd like to see if there's if there's an Anthem contingency. I'd like to see how they feel about the changes whenever it happens. Um. So, I like, I have checked out a couple of different uh, YouTubers that actually, spe like, focus on Anthem. Mm -hmm. And, like, they, they do breakdowns and whatnot. Um... And a, I don't know if I would classify them as purists, but these guys, most of them have all said is like, you know, I enjoy Anthem and I do look forward to, you know, new stuff that they put out. And they all kind of have that same hope for, you know, we know what the original idea behind Anthem was supposed to be. So we, yeah. we look forward to and hope that it will get to its get to that point. We want to mm. see that. And we understand that, yeah, the start was not what they were hoping for. So let's hope they can get to that. I mean, I pull for Bioware in general. Yeah. Yeah. I, although their, their last two major misses just make me hesitant. And then with whatever... Death I worry. Hell, I think uh, Dragon Age is in. I think that um, 
I, th- I feel really bad for Montreal, Bioware Montreal, because I just feel like they just got shafted hard throughout, throughout every. But I am kind of glad that all the major missteps followed by the success of um, Jedi Fallen Order, I think it kind of gave a nice little snap to EA. Like, hey, hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And so, like, with all the... keep making things like Fallen Order. Yeah, but, like, okay, so... It wasn't until after the success of Fallen Order and around the time that the rumors came that Anthem was being revamped that we found out that there was a small contingency reworking Mass Effect, but that there might also be a team dedicated to a new KOTOR, whether that be a remake or a uh, sequel or a reboot. And so I have my fingers crossed, you know what I mean? But like that one, even that one has less, you need way more salt to be buoyant in the waters of that rumor than you do for even the, uh, the mass effect one. (laughs) But I do hope, and, and I'd like to see them after the backlash. Now that battlefront two has finally found its footing. Like, I'd like to see them get the next one, right? Just out of the gate, not months later. Like, just get the next one right. I'd like to see a Battlefront, a KOTOR, a Jedi Fallen Order 2, which we know is already happening. And then, like, just because me personally, I want a new fucking Force Unleashed. You want to know what I actually would want? I would want a Amy 501st. Game? Sorry, go ahead. No, Ooh. a 501st game. Yeah. How's that different than Battlefront? Well, no. no you, so, take the idea of Battlefront... Like their their general combat setup, but put it with a five hundred first storyline where you play as like a primary member of the five hundred first battalion. Wait, does the five hundred first have lore? Yeah, they have oh, so yeah. much lore. They are the they are the uh, battalion assigned to Darth Vader. Yeah. They oh were shit. All the soldiers in Revenge of the Sith that you see marching on the Jedi Temple, those are all yeah. 501st Legion soldiers. Yeah. Wow, they go from killing them younglings to, uh, you know, make a wish. That's nuts. Because um, that's the name of the people that... I know. That yep. the, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, they are the... Yeah, they're, that's the primary group for the story. I didn't know. You know, what, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a rebooted uh, Republic Commando that turns into Imperial Commando. Yes. See, th- when Control mentioned the 501st, I was like, can we get a new Republic Commando game? I yeah. did. That, that was a good one. I would also like to see a new X-Wing game, not <laughs> not Rogue Squadron. No, no, that's that's fine. Like... I, I would also like to see a new Rogue Squadron, but I would like to see a new X-Wing or TIE Fighter, like the Sim ones that they had. Yeah. Because mm. I played the shit out of those as a kid. I remember um, those old school ones. I would I would definitely love to see... Uh, What was the... Fuck, what's the cancelled Boba Fett one? Uh, 1313? Yeah, I'd like to see 1313 and Hennig's Adventure Game. As, like, just two stories in the world where, yeah, they're action games, but no Jedi involved. But then again, yeah. I also stress, and this, this, I 100% admit this is due to my love of PsyOps. I want another Force Unleashed game. 
Can can you mention that at least three more times? I'll figure it out somewhere during the course of this recording. I'll go I'll go through all the old recordings and just splice in every time he's mentioned psyops or force unleashed. Yeah, the, this recording it's force unleashed. Force unleashed is taking the uh hey, there's my two other times. Uh taking the spot of uh uh psyops today. Yeah. I I will say if they did a force unleashed game that was not Force Unleashed 2? Well, see, that that's one... Okay, so, like, I played through Force Unleashed, and I remember enjoying it and enjoying the story-ish. I wasn't... I wasn't at the level of Star Wars fandom I am now, so I don't even remember it. But I remember enjoying the story, uh, but the gameplay getting a little dull. And then I got the demo for Force Unleashed 2, which shows off, like, all the gameplay tweaks they've made. And it was a million times better, but then hearing that as a whole, the game was actually much worse. The levels were shorter, uh, the story was uh, way worse, and so I'm very curious about that one. Yeah, if they did like the story of Force Unleashed 1 with the gameplay of Force Unleashed 2, yeah, alright. Yeah. Um, if I could step into a parallel lane, uh, there's rumors of a Mass Effect uh, trilogy remaster coming out. I, yeah, I've heard I, that. I had seen a couple postings about that. I really want them to cherry pick the best parts of the entire series. Like, I want the the gameplay of Mass Effect Three, the structure of Mass Effect Two, and the sleekness. Uh, I want the options of Mass Effect Three, but then I want the actual like. All of the RPG bells and whistles that came with that first one, because <laughs> that first one let you those, get those real in depth. Yeah, but it well, took me like four playthroughs before I even knew what I was doing. And that that was part of its problem, though, with the first one was it was almost too in depth because you could go you could go into the weeds, and it was just like if you didn't specialize early on for certain abilities, and you hit a certain level. You were just yeah. like you'd get screwed because oh, yeah. you're like, well, now I ca- I literally can't kill this guy because I'm currently rocking a squad of soldiers. None of us have shock, and this dude has more shields than God, apparently. Well, if you're if you're a player like me who automates their teammates leveling up, and you are going through doing your own thing, you can reach a point where you can't hack shit, even if you're carrying like Tali and and Garrus with you. Also, yeah. Yeah. And and that was that was always like I figured that out by my second playthrough. Like I went through my first playthrough and I was like, what the fuck happened towards the back yeah. end there? Um and then I did my second playthrough on Insanity. Oh boy. Yeah. So that that took a while, but I did hit max level. So hell yeah. I got my I think I actually 100%ed yeah. that on the original Xbox. I've or, never uh, original 360. I've never maxed out my character without doing a new game plus. Oh no, you have to. Yeah, it is, oh, okay, it is okay. actually impossible to max out on one run. You have to do multiple. Yeah, I um. So I played Mass Effect two first. I had the same problem with uh, Uncharted, where I played the second one first and couldn't go back to the first one. Mm-hmm. Now I take that back. I did play the original Mass Effect, but it was so early on in the system, and I was playing somebody else's console that it doesn't count in my mind. But uh, but I played through Mass Effect 2 first, and I couldn't go back to the first one for the longest time, and also for the longest time, I couldn't figure out why my Paragon never maxed out. 
even whenever I did all Paragon options. And it's because you got to import a character if you want to reach that level. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you guys are making me want to go back and try to play Mass Effect again. I just, like I said, I could never get into them. Same with Dragon Age, actually. Mass That's Effect nice. 1 are even worse on uh, PC than they are on console, and they're pretty garbage on console. Hmm. Um, but uh, I feel like 2 hit a sweet spot. For 3, it was kind of weird. Like, the, the leveling up is too streamlined, but then, like, they brought back the option to tweak your guns. So, like, I still like that. Um, and, yeah, like, 2 hit a sweet spot that I'd like to see it. I'd just like to see hodgepodge of all the best of each game across all three of them making like this real cohesive whole it would also be cool i know they wouldn't do it for a remaster but it would be cool if they like now that they have extra time if they could go in and make the three that they wanted to to yeah you mean get that last hour of uh of content yeah i don't mind the ending of three but i know a lot of people were upset whenever it boiled down to just you know a couple choices even well, yeah, with the director's it, cut where you get all four choices, it's still not the, enough. The ending Tron 3000. Yeah. It didn't bug me. I felt well, it. I didn't mind that, but there was a. it felt like there was a lack of buildup to it. It's like, mm. okay, Earth is getting attacked. You leave Earth. You go to all of the other planets. You come back, and then it's like, all right, it's final assault time. Yeah. See, my problem with the final... That's that's a good point. My problem with that with that third game was they tried to do a thing where you could do the missions kind of like two, where you're it's kind of at your leisure. But the story yeah. made it feel like time was running out so much so that I I don't remember how, but I managed to even connect to the internet to make sure that I could get all the all the fucking you know people points that you need to build up before the ending. Well, and that was that was the other thing for the the ending was actually affected by whether or not you played the multiplayer. Mm hmm. So I remember I mean, I actually liked the they, multiplayer. Um... it was straightforward and quick to go through, but there was enough challenge that uh, it was still enjoyable each run. They they fixed that with the uh, with the patch that came with the director's cut. So I kind of yeah. lucked out. But but whenever they say that they fix that, all it means is that you meet the bare minimum of galactic readiness, and that did not sit well with me. That's not how my shepherd would go. So, yeah, I even went in with my shitty connection stealing somebody's Wi-Fi. I went in and did the the multiplayer missions and stuff. It was okay. It it was basic, but it was still enjoyable. That was the thing. It like it wasn't supposed to necessarily be the primary focus. So it was, mm -hmm. it was pretty much just like doing micro missions. Yeah. On a, on and a then knowing that you're doing it for the single player, I think kind of tainted it as well. A little bit. Yeah. But yeah, either way, I liked the game. I liked the gunplay of three. Um, I liked the mission structure of two. I liked the in-depthness of one and then going back to three i like the options it gives you i think we've discussed this before mm -hmm. where you can choose like you can choose what you streamline and where so you can have it to where like it's easy um it's it's easy e gunplay uh 
but with full RPG options available for you and your squad. And, like, you got to pick all of those and all dialogue options. Or you can have it to where it streamlines the dialogue. And, and it you have a gunplay. Yeah, and you have a harder gunplay. And anything in between, like, those three, uh, uh, leveling up, gunplay, and dialogue. Those are all separate options for you to pick how in-depth or uh, streamlined they are. That's one of the most brilliant things any game could do. Agreed. Um, just to put a slight stopper in the conversation just for a moment here. Oh, I'm done. Okay. Because it's promo time. Woohoo! My favorite part. Yep. Uh, as I've stated before, uh, we are part of the Next Wave podcast conglomerate. So we're going to play a couple promos here from a couple shows in that group. So go check out those other awesome shows and we will see you guys in just a moment. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I am Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And we're we're the the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many? That means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! And welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. Go check out those awesome shows. Well, Light's connection just came back, too. So, perfect timing. (laughs) Hey, Light. There was stuff you wanted to talk to us about last week when we sent you off to dig for gold at the bottom of the ocean. But does he remember? No, and I think his connection might have died, so... Well, that's a shame. In the the meantime... (laughs) I mean, we can keep talking about Mass Effect. Nope, he's back. All right. Light, what was the thing you wanted to talk about with us last week? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Nintendo released the sales number for Switch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and in three years, it sold 52 million units. Holy shit. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, obviously, it doesn't meet the lifetime of PlayStation, but they had, you know, three years on them. Yeah. Um. Plus, the sales figures are about to double with that Animal Crossing Switch. But that means in three years, it's met the lifetime sales of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Which I want to point out, did not stop production until like 2005. Hmm. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I know. I guess that explains why you can still find them in box. <laughs> it's uh it's because places like Brazil where shit's real expensive, uh, it was still selling there up until the mid aughts. Oh. 
All right. I mean, that's fair. I mean, good, good for Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping the get, that retro collectors classics. market alive. <laughs> uh, because of that, though, it means that that's why uh, that's why homebrew is so dope. Like Brazil pumps out a lot of great homebrew people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Got to get them bootlegs. And then on the subject of Switch and my problems with Witcher, uh, uh, the earlier I was, uh, before I even had it, I was able to talk to you, Sedge, about them, uh, about Digital Foundry fucks them with the Witcher to see if they could get, like, better resolution and stuff out of it. Right. Well, I guess that a mod has recently dropped, too. I haven't had a chance to watch the video. But they got a mod for it that allows you to get a little granular with the settings. On Switch? Yeah, they they were able to bump up the resolution and get 60 frames per second, which is something the game can't do. Hmm. Well, that's impressive. Now, the question I mean, is, how long does the Switch survive? Minutes. Oh, yeah, well, they got, they got 60 frames per second by uncapping the frame rate because it's capped at 30. They got it by uncapping it before... But then, you know, obviously there's dips and stuff, too, in different areas. They definitely didn't get by uncapping it and raising the resolution. But even just to do that, they were uh, they were slightly overclocking it. So God only knows what the mod does. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we've released a mod. It is also a way to brick switches. Because it sets them ablaze. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, but, and then, and then there was the uh, the fact that PlayStation Remote Play is probably going to come to the Switch at some point, which is awesome. It is awesome, but it got me thinking. Uh, it reminds me of whenever I was asking you guys if you thought that Sony would try to whole hog do like Microsoft is doing for their future or not. And I think one of the things that, like you guys said, no, you don't think so. And one of the things we came to is the closest they'd probably ever get is a half step, like they usually do. Right, and which is, hey, look, remote, it's a half step. Yeah, remote play to me sounds like a half step. <laughs> to be fair, you talking about remote play is the first time I also realized that I could use remote play if I wasn't in my house. Yeah, I can't, I can't get over that. Because <laughs> I only tried it once. You're not the first person to say that to me. It, it makes me think that like a lot of people really don't know what their PlayStation is capable of. I mean, clearly. Yeah, I, I mean, I've used... Uh, hell, I remember doing uh, remote play on my Vita. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's it. When. it whenever, whenever both people brought it up, I was like, yeah, people used to play Vita at work and shit. Well, no, I used to... I used my Vita to play my PS4. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Okay, sorry. See, I, mu I, I only, must have misheard something. I only ever used well, that feature. Well, I worded it weird. I only ever used that feature once. Mm. And that was to... I was playing Assassin's Creed 4, and I didn't... Nobody wants to hear about you taking a shit, dude. Well, I wasn't going to say it. Ah. Like, ah. It, was a like, it was a pretty uh, hefty one. Okay, go ahead. I didn't know. Yeah, no. Wasn't actually going to say it, but now you've said it. Yeah. Had to use the can, so I just switched to remote play. <laughs> Oh man, this is great. Bloop. <laughs> and now you know how we owners felt. Yeah. Or we you own. Well, they were just subjected to the uh 
Hey, I need to watch that sports ball game. Why don't you go take your little nerd console over there? <laughs> okay. Wow, you is, think is, very is that how it worked? You are. Oh man, Sedge, do you remember no. when we were talking about phones earlier this week? Hang on, I, I just mentioned... want to say that that joke was not my own. I that is a Yahtzee joke. Mm. Oh, it wasn't even that good to steal. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. He did it better, obviously. Uh, clearly. Um, I got anyway. one. Th- hang on, I got one thing because we're on the subject of Nintendo. So you know, Animal Crossing's coming out in like a month, right? Yeah. Specifically on the same day, Doom is coming out, but not the point. So there is an Animal Crossing esque game coming to Steam called. Uh, I believe that's Hoko Life. Oh, yeah, the knockoff. Yeah, it is. It looks like Animal Crossing meets Sims meets Harvest Moon. So Animal Crossing. Yeah, basically. basically. But it's got it's got the animal people and the, you know, big-headed player character. I, I thought Animal Crossing was cool when it came out for the GameCube. I never played it, but I just thought that the idea sounded good. Ever since then, I've never cared about Animal Crossing. Like, I'm I'm happy for people who are into it, but I don't care. I like Animal Crossing. I think it's fun. It's just it's one of those games I can just play on my couch and just waste a day. I can't get into it. I could play The Sims. <laughs> oh God, The Sims is a re- is a game where I can really sit on my couch and waste a day. You have learned that recently. Yeah. But oh yeah, before this gets before we're too far past it. Do you remember recently when we were talking about phones? Yeah. Uh and I told you that like I have this fear cuz I one one time in in my life I talked somebody into getting a Windows phone just because like I wanted a Windows phone, not cuz I thought it was good for them, but like I just talked about it enough that they were like, "Oh, I should get one for myself." Mhm. And then they hated it. No lie, I did the same thing with the Wii U. No. Like I was just discussing the Wii U to a friend. And then the next thing you know, they were like, yeah, I went out and I bought a Wii U. And I was like, why did you do that? It doesn't seem like it's up your alley at all. And they're like, you made it sound really good. And then like a week later, they're like, oh yeah, thanks for making me buy that. I'm like, I didn't make you buy that. Like, So I I got my Wii U kind of in a similar way. Like if you don't want it, I'll take it. But go ahead. I, I had wanted it already because I wanted it for Smash Brothers. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna wait to buy one. Like I wasn't in a rush to get one. Then my buddy started talking up Monster Hunter Ultimate. Monster when Hunter this 4. dude, when this dude bought his Wii U, the only game I had to talk it up with was Zombie U. Oh, it was that early in the lifespan. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. No, he at least had Monster Hunter, which we had already been playing on the 3DS. Because they oh, had that okay. thing where you could transfer your character between 3DS and Wii U. That's dope. Yeah. So he convinced me to get the Wii U version, and since I was having issues with the controls on 3DS, I thought it'd be better. No, not really, but we played the shit out of it, then we played the shit out of Smash, and then I got a Switch. <laughs> so. I'd still like to get Smash, even though that's more of my brother's cup of tea, but... I'm not going to lie, I do half want it just so I can have something to play with him with. 
that's fair. And then, hey, we can also play. Yeah. I mean, I, I officially I have well. Wi-Fi access. I'm, yeah. I own it. We could have a gaming casual fight night. It's going to be super yeah, casual I because most of us probably suck. Yep. <laughs> I do. I want to point that out. I want to put that out there in case uh, you weren't aware either, Control. I officially have Wi-Fi access. Oh, shit. That would have been so much better if I actually had a soundboard. Oh, Jesus. It's going to be a bunch of video game sounds. Yeah. And? Mild judgment. Fight me. Bring it. But, uh, all right. Anybody got anything else? down immediately. Yeah, nope. I we've I've said this before. You have a longer arm reach than me. So I anybody above reach. five five has a longer arm reach than you, which is most of you, all of you actually. <laughs> <laughs> I am small. But uh, anybody got anything else this week? No, I got no. one more. Nope. Let's no? hear it. Okay. I'm done with I'm done after this, but like you know what I really want? Skate four. We all want skate four. <laughs> Do we? Yes. Oh well, cool. I don't, feel, I don't feel particularly inclined to want it, but Well eh, okay. fuck off. Wow. <laughs> Salt. Salt everywhere. No, dude, oh, yeah. I I love the skate series. Like I never got as into it as some people, but I always had fun with it. And I've yeah. been hoping they would make a Skate 4 because you know what game hasn't done well? Tony fucking Hawk. So Skate was basically the next best thing. Wait, does Tony Hawk still exist? Yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, dude. That's a thing. Dude, I would yeah. I would talk more about the HD remaster than 5. Oh, yeah, I've... And I that's saying something because the the HD was a was a disaster too, but five was so much worse. Yeah, the HD remaster I just talk about because how do you fuck up a remaster that bad? Yeah, once they got it fixed though, it was all right. Yeah, but I mean, for the moment, at least on PC, we have a couple of alternatives to skate. So there's Skate XL, and then there's Session. Session but, is looking to be real interesting. Yeah. But I think that Session is as different to Skate as Skate was to Tony Hawk. It seems like sk- Session is definitely one of those... It, it's even more like Skate Simmy than Skate was. Yeah, like people thought that Skate was the Skate Sim, and it turns out that Skate is more Forza Horizons, and Session and, is straight up Forza. Well, no. Session, skate is Forza. Session is Assetto Corsa. Nobody knows that reference, so you gotta at least... Anyway. I, I literally talked about it at the start of the game. I know, but I still don't know what what words you're saying. I will... Anyway. It. I, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know how to say it, but it's a game! At that I own. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, Finally, Skate 3 has one of the greatest... Uh, replay editors of all time that's it i'm done all right i don't disagree with you yeah neither do i 
hundred percent. Yeah. What one of my sister's exes was selling a bunch of PS3 games and I made sure to pick up to grab skate. And I think I have a skate three as well. Mm. Fuck. I definitely have skate two. I want it. God, I love skate so much. <laughs> it's fun. Go play skate after this. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, pluggables control. As always, you can find me online with Twitch at twitch.tv slash control freak. Otherwise, I am sitting on Twitter. Normally, I just post about when I'm going live on Twitch, but uh, at freak control because that rat bastard. <laughs> um, and then lastly, on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash review, which I'm going to try and get back on track with doing weekly posts similar to what we do here on the podcast. I do there where find a topic and blather on. But much shorter and easier to consume. Mm. Easier Twilight. to stomach. <laughs> uh, I'm on DeviantArt where you can come see my pictures that I draw at midnightdirewolf at deviantart.com. All right. I don't Light. play games. Um, you can find Lies, me. Rolling, okay. You can find me rolling down the street trying to do kick flips on my hoverboard. Uh, I was going to say rolling on the street in your six four. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find this show on Twitter at Gaming Casual Pod on Facebook.com slash group slash Gaming Casual Podcast. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge and on Twitter at Sedge underscore gaming. So thanks Look for listening, you everybody. got through it without stumbling. I did. It's I'm improving. Come tell both of them with me on their Twitch channels. Yes. Come do that. <laughs> but Sabotage the everything. I oh, will God. sabotage both of you. No. I've done four. Oh, no. But thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, and we will see you next week. Good Farewell. night.